Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, all this eating we did this past weekend kind of got me thinking, what is the most number of events that we've been to, number of events at, or places we've eaten in one day? Together or separately? It doesn't matter. To, I, I'm sure you've done a huge crawl. And I was just, it just kind of got me thinking. I was just like, man, I went to a lot of places. You, both of us went to a yeah. lot of places this past weekend. And it just kind of got me thinking, I was like, what is the most number of places that we've been to in one day? I, know. I mean, because we've, we've started as early as like, I don't know, eight in the morning or ten, mm-hmm. nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we've gone to like 6 p.m. to like a nine to 9 p.m. event that ended. So yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious, like off the top of your head. I'm thinking like five, five. I mean, okay. Yeah. And, and that includes like some of these, you know, like influencer events and some of these bigger, broader events. And then also just when we stop in between, you know, if you and I have time in between events, we'll go grab some boba or like yeah. coffee or something or right. take a nap. And, and so, yeah, I'm thinking something like that. What do you think? I don't know because yesterday I think I went to, I'm, I'm just counting on the top of my head, like one, two, three, five, probably about six or seven places mm-hmm. just from, you know, one restaurant to another and stuff mm-hmm. like that between in between getting ice cream and doing all that. So I just, just, just kind of a question to ask you to start off the show. Yeah. I mean, I saw you went to more places than me yesterday because um, I will rest because I get cranky if not. And that's not good for anybody. That's just not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, I came home and took a nap. <laughs> you know what? I, I had an idea. I feel like in Las Vegas, this is kind of the same thing too, because when I go to Las Vegas, we always check out at 11, but we don't fly out till later, like around 6 or mm-hmm. 8 p.m., right? Yeah. And so we have this like eight-hour gap to, I don't know, for me, I play poker for seven hours <laughs> before I go to the, before I go to the, catch the fl- flight back. But what if someone like needs to take like a nap? Like shouldn't, I feel like there should be like a store that it's like a napping kiosk where you can yeah. just check in and there's nap. Like, because for me, I, I live on the east side and if I'm spending the whole entire day in Seattle, man, I could use like an hour and a half nap just to have <laughs> place to sleep. Yeah, I think it's a good concept. I mean, I think one time we were together, I think one time you went to go sleep in your car when I went back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I think the napping idea is a, con- a good concept and it's like literally yeah. like just resting, you know, just resting space. Just watch Amazon naps or Apple naps. (laughs) It's going to come out. I just know it. It's a great idea. I mean, I already carry like a table and like folding chairs in my, in my trunk of my car. So maybe I'll just start carrying like a pop-up tent and a cot. (laughs) Might as well. That's like, that's like backyard wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Backyard wrestling. Folding yeah. chairs and tables, yeah, backyard wrestling right there. Yeah, there you go. Oh well, that's that's another oh, well. business line and concept for later. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and start the show. Everybody, welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast. This is episode thirty-eight of our show. For all you new listeners, I am Nelson Eats, aka Nelson Dad Joke Extraordinaire, and I am with my co-host, the boss, Moni B. <laughs> Seattle, Monica Beach. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> and this is our show, Seattle Foodie Podcast. Let's go ahead and start with some recaps. Monica, let's talk about the first influencer event that we went to. Blank Space Cafe in Belltown and famous 
Seattle Foodie Instagrammer, Seattle Foodie Adventure, collaborated and hosted a fun foodie influencer event this weekend. Man, there was a lot of people there, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, there was absolutely a lot of people, a, a lot more than I expected to see that day, for sure. <laughs> right, right. I'm surprised we fit it all in that space. Right now, until June 15th at the Blank Space Cafe in Belltown, the Belltown location, you can purchase a glass eco-friendly jar for $2.50. And then after June 15th, it's going to be $4.50. So, Monica, you've got about two weeks to get that. And then with that glass-friendly eco-jar, every time you bring it in, you'll get one free topping or 5% off your drink. At the event, it was just not boba that they were serving. They had bubble waffles, bubble tea, taco waffles, toast box, and banmis. Oh my, Monica. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. I think I, you know, you, I like milk teas. And that day I tried a fruit tea because um, I couldn't have any anything that looked like dairy that day. Um, mm -hmm. But it was really refreshing. So I had passion fruit, peach, green tea. It was delicious. Ooh. I know that sounds like that sounds like a drink that you would like, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the kiwi green tea because mm. you don't often get kiwi. I mean, mm -hmm. share tea has a kiwi tea, but other bubble tea places, you don't really get the kiwi flavor. Mm. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and I tried uh, some of the chocolate bubble waffles because I like I like chocolate infused desserts. So I was chocolate on top of chocolate on top of chocolate. So that was really delicious. <laughs> yeah. And I was surprised that taco waffles, I think, is a new item on their menu. Very interesting. Basically, they took a bubble waffle and folded it into a taco shell and put two or three scoops of ice cream mm -hmm. and just, I mean, food porn everywhere so with the taco waffles i think it's it's pretty cool um it's a great dessert place in belltown it, after a night of you know going out and having i don't know happy hour at tavolata or getting some drinks <laughs> some random bar you can just walk over to blank space cafe and share like a toast box with you and your favorite significant other or just by yourself or just by yourself. It's, it's a lot to eat by yourself, though. So I recommend toast boxes or shareables, unless you're really hungry, unless you're really hungry. But that was fun. Um, I know you don't like the big crowds. There's a lot of influencers. It's just fun to meet. I thought the best part is there was our friends that were there that we usually hang out with. But there was like a lot of new influencers that I haven't met before, mm -hmm. too, as well. And I thought that was that was kind of neat to meet them in real life. And again, shout out to Seattle Foodie Adventure for putting this all together. It was it was a pretty fun event. Definitely, definitely fun. And, you know, we all didn't have to fit inside because some of you who are extra spent all your time outside. So um, I think I saw a video from TDT Eats today, our friend Tony, and uh, mm -hmm. he captured me sitting in the corner with my phone because I was trying to get <laughs> yeah. away from everybody. <laughs> Just keep to myself. I needed some me time. <laughs> the weather was so nice. I had to be outside. You had to be outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always make fun of my legs too because they're so white. So I had to like get some color on those. Legs, I have not know? made fun of your legs in like six days. Six days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now, don't exaggerate. <laughs> Why do you think I go hiking so much? So Monica doesn't make fun of my white legs. Oh my gosh, that's totally <laughs> not why. Hashtag hike with and Lau. <laughs> All right, Monica, what else you got? What else you got for me? Let's see, on Friday night, um, an equally large event. I wasn't expecting this many people to be there either, but we were invited to a zip kick tasting with McDonald's to try four new international menu items that are going to be available later this week. So we got to try Canada's tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich, Spain's Grand McExtreme bacon burger, 
Australia's cheesy bacon fries, and the Stroopwafel McFlurry from the Netherlands. Out of all of those, my favorite was the bacon burger. Which was your favorite, Nelson? I don't know, but I got to say, ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> no, I think I think I really liked the uh, Spain burger too, as well, the bacon extreme. But uh, I also like the chicken sandwich. I am a on the rare occasions when I do go to McDonald's, I do gravitate towards the chicken sandwiches, mm-hmm. the McChickens and things like that. So the tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich I thought was kind of was kind of my favorite. I mean, I, that was the one I was able to finish mm-hmm. because there's so many burgers. I took the rest home because yeah. they gave us a lot of food. I ate the Stroop Waffle McFlurry, and then I had the mozzarella chicken sandwich, and uh, that's what I ate at at McDonald's. And yeah, that I mean, I, I the the chicken sandwich is probably my favorite. Yeah, um, I always gravitate aside from chicken nuggets. I gravitate more toward the burgers, and actually, I like the fillet o fish a lot too. Um, mm-hmm. In general, our family we we eat um, at McDonald's breakfast at least once a week because i'm just a huge fan of sausage muffins and hash yeah. browns. Um, i love yeah. those and then the fries are my favorite um, because yeah. i really love shoestring fries and not everybody does those and, or does them yeah. as well as mcdonald's yeah so, the lot- breakfast menu is a, is a different is a different game yeah i mean yeah the sausage biscuit and the breakfast burritos mm-hmm. i mean they they used to be like a dollar now they're a little bit like dollar 29 now so it's a little bit because of inflation but i do get those more often than not mm-hmm. so listeners you'll be hearing this on monday so today mcdonald's will be having a currency exchange where you can pay for your food with foreign cur- currency like canadian dollars and you know nelson i still have some cash left from our vancouver trip a couple of weeks ago so maybe i'll so do i oh i was gonna treat you okay oh yeah all right oh i'm excited dollar menu here i come we'll just go dutch then if you got some too i was (laughs) was excited to treat you but that's okay yeah best date ideas dollar (laughs) menus yep okay so nelson what else we got because we still did more events all on saturday we did a lot of events on saturday Yes, uh, this is this this is a Saturday morning event, and now this is the part of the show where we tell all our listeners that we are Yelp elites. So, so Monica, <laughs> you and I RSVP'd individually for the Yelp Elite event brunch club at Daniel's Broiler downtown. We just can't get away from each other. Hashtag not a couple. Oh my god, we tried so hard. <laughs> so you guys, here's what you don't know: like Nelson and I usually see each other during the week, and last week I think we didn't see each other since. Sunday until mm-hmm. Saturday. So that was the whole week we didn't see each other. So we really haven't been talking much because he's been hiking and doing all this other stuff. But basically, we never had a conversation until like the day before. I'm just like, great, you're going to be there too. Like I thought I was just going, but then it was both of us going. <laughs> yeah. Our friends were asking us like, oh, what are you guys doing? And it was like, and Monica goes like, oh yeah, I'm going to this Daniel's Broiler Yelp Elite event. And I just, I told Monica, I was like, oh, I'm going to that too. And it was just like, God, we just cannot get away from each other. It's just not, <laughs> not healthy. This is not healthy. <laughs> no. Not healthy. <laughs> well, Daniel's brother. Okay, this is this is kind of embarrassing, Monica, because when when we left the event and we were talking to Daniel Schwartz, who's one of the owners of Daniel's Broiler and all that all, that whole um, conglomerate, he go, he like recognized my face. And I was like, "Weren't you at the other event too?" And I'm just <laughs> like, "Oh man." Uh, that's hilarious yes, I was because he's not the only one that said that to you I mean I, said I that know to you before we went there <laughs> and then um Brendan Blackwell who does a lot of photography for for Yelp Seattle actually came over to the table and said hey Nelson haven't I seen you at a Daniels event before <laughs> <laughs> 
so so many people uh, called you out on it. I know, but Daniel's it was really accommodating because we I've never done the brunch event. Mm-hmm. There were probably at least fifty Yelp elites at this event. They had an awesome Bloody Mary demonstration. The person that was doing the demonstration made like four different types of Bloody Marys: one with fish sauce, one with Tabasco, and some other things that they added in there. And we got each got a brunch entree. I got the egg white scramble with avocado toast because I've had your dish before, the Oscar style Benedict with mm-hmm. USDA prime tenderloin medallions and Dungeness crab and bernet sauce that one was really good but i wanted to do something different and i really was impressed by my egg white scramble you you noticed that it had quinoa in it yep. and man they they loaded up they gave me like four slices of avocado toast that was a lot that was a lot of toast <laughs> Um, but I think yours was the winner because all of us were looking over there going, you know, all of us should have ordered that, but a lot of us wanted steak. But but really, yeah. your scramble, it tasted fantastic, too. It had some really nice savory flavors to it. Yeah. And you know what the best part was? Man, Daniel's is very accommodating. As Everyone left with a $50 gift card. Yeah. So they can come back to Daniel's, do a happy hour, or do dinner or whatever. And I think it's awesome. Everybody should go check it out in downtown. It's at the Hyatt in downtown. Really good place. All right, Monica, tell us. This is this was kind of my favorite thing that we did last night, and that was the we did a rooftop dinner. And tell us about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you and I were invited by our friend Vanessa of Seattle Food Scene to a Kamayan rooftop dinner in Belltown. And we've talked about Kamayan before. Kamayan is Tagalog for with hands. So you basically eat food with your hands. And the food was prepared by Chef Kyle Ronquillo. And we were treated to just the most stunning views on that rooftop. Really great conversation with with folks that we were just meeting for the first time or have known before. And a delicious family style meal. And oh my gosh, there was so much to feast on. There were skewers, <laughs> longanisa, lumpia, milkfish, mango, watermelon, eggplant, garlic rice, and so much more. Nelson, very disappointed that that we didn't eat all the food on our side. I know, but you know what else is disappointing? You were able to pronounce everything correctly. Man, I was hoping <laughs> you would stumble on this. Crap. Yeah. I should have given you the Spanish version. I should do the Spanish version of all of these. Man, well done, Monica. Is that why you gave me this assignment? <laughs> <laughs> you want some Maybe. payback? You want some payback? <laughs> no, but Chef Kyle, they, they were telling us, they started at 9 a.m. going to the grocery stores, picking stuff up, mm-hmm. and this thing didn't start until 6, and they were cooking all day. I've seen the Kamayan Budo fight din- mm-hmm. dinners last year and like years past, and I was like, man, this always looks so much fun. Mm-hmm. And when, when we got a chance to do it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. I, I see why I see why everybody's raving about it. Yeah. So, and-, and there were other residents and the rooftop that wasn't part of our party. They were just like, what is going on over here? What's, what is all of this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you need to find, you need to know better friends. Cause this yeah, was awesome. You need better friends <laughs> for sure. And I think honestly, eating with our hands was really good for us because I don't know how it felt for you, Nelson, but you and I are always shooting. Even after we shoot dishes and start eating, we're still shooting in between and getting content. And so our hands were dirty. So we weren't doing that. And it was nice to be in the moment and, you know, to just enjoy and not be touching our phones or our cameras during the time we were eating a meal. And so that was really striking for me. Again, shout out to Seattle Food Scene for having us. It was such a fun time. Yeah, and Chef Kyle, he's currently at Tanaka-san right now. But if you want to go check him out, go to Tanaka-san. 
and uh, I can't wait to see what he's going to do in the next several years. Cause oh, for sure. He is very talented, mm-hmm. very talented chef. Keep an eye out for Chef Kyle for sure. So that's pretty much all our recaps. Just four brief things. And um, let's go into the events. Not too many events. Uh, obviously, Monica, the, the weather is turning. It's going to get a little bit hotter. You are okay with the heat. Because you wear your beautiful sundress hats, and um, <laughs> I can't, I can't personally pull them off. So uh, my bald head is scalding. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get you a boonie hat. I think you'd look really good in a boonie hat, and you could use it for hiking. Okay, I have no idea what a boonie hat is. So. I will text you one later. But I just think a hat <laughs> is really important, and taking care of your skin is really important, Nelson. All right, I'll take your word for that. I'll take your word on it. I'll take your word on it. But Monica. This Friday is going to be National Donut Day and June 7th. Maybe it's time for another donut crawl. What do you think? Yeah, I haven't done a good donut crawl in a while. And so that might be an idea. To celebrate National Donut Day, I'm just going to list off a couple of places. Um, and when I mean couple, maybe like 10 places to get some donuts. So <laughs> you have no excuses to stop by anywhere. Right. Nelson will be like, the show is too long. There was too much stuff. I'm just like, it's all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lay it on us. All right. Top Pot, Raised Donuts, Mighty O, Daily Dozen and Pike Place Market. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. We, worth waiting in line. General Porpoise, Donut Factory. Daddy's Donuts in Kenmore for you Eastsiders and Legendary Donuts in Issaquah as well for me. There's the old school King Donuts in Rainier. And then, of course, we just recently talked about Dozen Donuts that you can get sent to your office or also the very, very popular Instagramable Flower Box too as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can do some special orders for that too as well. Monica, what are you going to be doing on Friday? Are you going to be do I have to pick up some more mochi donuts for your son on, uh, from Ray's Donuts or what's going on? You know what this list reminded me of, Nelson? That, what's that? That there's legendary donuts in Issaquah. And I don't think we've ever talked about how much I love legendary donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never get to them because they're like in Tacoma and I guess Issaquah and just places that I never go to. But definitely would not turn down any Ray's Donuts if they came my way or Ray's Cakes. <laughs> just, you know, if you happen to see that or lying around. Cakes. <laughs> yeah legendary donuts i mean these maple bars are gigantic i know they're huge they're huge <laughs> i was like i can't finish one <laughs> at my old age these days you know yeah. so i was just like my goodness but yeah friday make sure you get all your posts for instagram ready or just just go and grab a donut just go if i if i'm near the pike place market i'm gonna wait in line for those donuts those mini donuts those are the best they are very good very simple but very on point just a handful of flavors and always really consistent uh, for anybody who's visiting the market, for sure. Speaking of markets, Monica, you have two markets you want to tell us about. Lay it on us. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on the street at markets as soon as May hits. Um, and so there are two that are opening up on Wednesday, June 5th. So the first one is Salt Lake Union Wednesday Market. And they're going to kick off at um, near near the near Mohai. And it's going to be between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. So it's a new location. It's a new concept for midweek. Uh, be sure to swing by to check out the street food vendors and enjoy the view so you can grab something to go eat and go sit on the lake. Word on the street, haven't totally confirmed yet, is that Ferrali will be there. And so I haven't actually been oh. able to be in the same place with them in quite a while when their line is not two blocks long. 
Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been able to check out their food truck ever since they relaunched it. I know, right? I've seen it a lot. I just haven't gone to it. The lines <laughs> have been bananas for them. So good on them. Yeah. Like people obviously love them. And let's see, we have another market that, that you go to and I go to, um, but it's not necessarily like right by my house. So on that finally, Sunday, some East side coverage, Monica. Oh, okay. People, people have been coverage. complaining about our East side coverage. Yeah. yeah. So finally, yeah. Lay it on us. Yeah. Please tell well, us. Maybe you should represent the East side, Nelson. <laughs> I do. I try to say that the East side is possible. <laughs> sure. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so on the same day, Wednesday, June 5th, Kirkland Farmers Market season begins. So they can be found at Marina Park from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. all the way through September 25th. You can enjoy live music, street food, and fresh produce. I haven't found a list of vendors on their Facebook page, but last year some of our favorites were Wow Wow Lemonade, Mike Shave Ice, and Susu Rolled Ice Cream. Um, mm-hmm. And so I remember one specific day you went out there, Nelson. And you know it's really hard when the weather starts turning. But I remember it was kind of a a gloomy, maybe rainy day, and you were there. Like there was no line for mics, and that was when mics was still like you know pretty hot, and everybody was chasing them around because they didn't really have a yeah. consistent schedule. And I remember that day, <laughs> like you got everybody that day. <laughs> <laughs> Susu is awesome. Uh, we forgot to mention frog legs. Oh, yeah. Frog legs was That's there right, one day, one time too. So they they might be there as well lots of good vendors out there mm-hmm. I, I i really enjoy the that kirkland farmers market yeah and it's in such a walkable area near local business and then you can just sit and watch the sunset and it's just it's a beautiful location are you uh pointing out my um singleness again like watching sunsets by myself is that where is that is that where you're going with that no i'm hoping that you'll be watching sunsets with someone that's not me because yeah. hashtag not a couple. 20 years yeah hashtag not a couple <laughs> 20 years down the road, guys. She's she's projecting she's projecting 20 years down the road. Not, not anytime soon. You guys, Nelson right. is single and ready to mingle. So slide into no, his DMs. No, I do not. I do not have time for this. Nelson's going to cut it out. Nelson's right going to cut this out, you guys. <laughs> Finally got it in there. He's going to cut it no. out. No, I am not using this as a vehicle. No, this is, this is a podcast show. This is a podcast show. All right. Well, the. Those are some fun events. I love farmers markets, Monica. I mean, I'm I'm excited. The Issaquah Farmers Market started. Me being so lazy, I I I'm only about like a mile and a half away from my house, mm-hmm. so I might start walking there with uh, my reusable grocery bags mm-hmm. and um, walk back. Normally, I drive because, you know, because I'm lazy. So, but I might start walking because the n- days are so nice. Yeah, they're pretty nice right now. All right, I'm excited for this interview. Are you excited? Because Monica, without our interviewer today, we probably would have not met each other and this whole podcast thing would have not formed and our like match made in heaven friendship, hashtag not a couple, <laughs> would not would not have like evolved. <laughs> so yeah, tell us about who we're interviewing today. Today we're talking to Connor Kaysen, who is known as Find Me in Seattle. We see Connor on the streets and definitely see him every day on IG stories. Connor is a fun guy and he's easy to spot with his signature yellow backpack. And apparently Connor is being credited by Nelson uh, as being responsible for the two of us meeting, thus being responsible for this podcast. (laughs) Isn't it true though? Come on. You have to tell me. Yeah, it is true. I mean, that was the first time we ever met each other in real life. I know, but I think we would have met anyway. Uh, <laughs> questionable. Uh, questionable. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, the <laughs> had I should I had I known now 
than I, than I than what I did before. I don't know, Monica. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I could have been doing the show with someone else. <laughs> yeah. You have been not you have been thinking about auditioning other people, so it makes sense. Okay, well the debate continues about whether or not Con- Connor is responsible for, for us meeting. Um, but here for now is our interview with Connor Kaysen. Welcome to the show, everyone. We are here today with Connor Kaysen, who's also known as Find Me in Seattle. Connor is always exploring Seattle and sharing it with us. Welcome to the show, Connor. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So what is Find Me in Seattle and how did you get started doing that? Uh, Find Me in Seattle is really just, it's a documentary of myself, honestly, like at its highest level. Uh, But I run a marketing agency called Find Me Media. And what I do is I help create content and run ads for businesses across Seattle. And then I've parlayed that. If I'm creating that for clients, I also want to create it for myself. So mm-hmm. Find Me in Seattle is actually like the portfolio company of the agency. And so everything I create for Find Me in Seattle is kind of like a beta test for everything that I could do for a potential client. That sounds like a really smart business, I have to say. <laughs> I hear a lot of bad business plans, but I think that's one that's... Um, Again, like a bang for your buck, right? You're, you're just you're just duplicating everywhere, and everything is aligned and makes sense. And so, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I really believe in like eating your own dog food, <laughs> and so I don't want to do anything for a client that I'm not going to do for myself. So it's a good place that I can test and fail, so I don't fall on my face in front of the client. So, what are some of the specific ways you highlight the Seattle food scene in your daily adventures? Yeah, uh, Instagram story I treat as my vlog. So every day I'm going around and meeting with the clients, but I got to eat three times a day. And I work out of so many coffee shops. So it's just so easy for me to document through story about the journey that I go through. And I really like to like bring people on this journey with me. And I do that through sharing food. And the three meals every day are like checkpoints. So it's just become really easy to slide in all the restaurants. Mm-hmm and uh, tell stories from there. I am a loyal watcher of your stories. I'm a big story watcher. And so uh, I look forward to seeing what you're doing all day long uh, throughout the day and sometimes wonder like how you're doing it. And then I look at my stories and just like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm kind of doing that too. (laughs) I I really believe in documenting over creating. Mm -hmm. It's so hard now with stories and Snapchat and YouTube, all these social channels, you can't spend an entire day thinking about what am I going to create today Mm -hmm. because it doesn't live for long enough anymore. YouTube's the only place that it really lasts Mm -hmm. for a long time. And so, yeah, you should just document what you do every Mm -hmm. day. And and most people are interesting. There's a reason reality TV is so popular Mm -hmm. and cop shows and doctor shows Mm -hmm. and veterinarian shows because people are curious about what Mm -hmm. people are doing in their lives. And so, yeah, just try to give like a little peek inside. And I think everyone should be doing that on story. For sure. So you started off sharing a little bit about like what your business line is, right? And so are there anything, any exciting things you want to promote for the future? I mean, what what are some of your big ideas? Because I know like we talk a lot. You're one of those people, you know, you just always have new ideas. It's just execution and time, right? But what, like, let's let's say, what do you got planned for the rest of the year? It's Uh, June now. I've got a lot coming out. Uh, (laughs) So I'm actually wearing one of the shirts. Uh of something I'm coming out with. I'm doing Mm -hmm. branded gear and content Mm -hmm. for all the neighborhoods. Okay. And I want to do partnerships with unique brands and companies in Mm -hmm. all those neighborhoods and uh, create gear to like promote, say like I represent Fremont or Capitol Mm -hmm. Hill or Georgetown. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is kind of a sample of something that's coming out. Uh, But I'm really excited about just creating long form videos Mm -hmm. and doing like almost like a TV show. Okay. 
about exploring the city. So like Anthony Bourdain Mm -hmm. style, talking about culture and why the food's important, but really leaning like what you guys do with your show, Mm -hmm. leaning on the stories, Mm -hmm. right? Why did these people start the businesses? Yeah. I really admire all the business owners at all these restaurants because they're a little crazy. (laughs) Opening up a brick and mortar restaurant or retail Mm -hmm. is just one of the most difficult businesses there Mm -hmm. are out there. The margins are really slim. Yeah. It's incredibly long hours Mm -hmm. and it's just very repetitive, Mm -hmm. right? It's open to close. Yeah. Repeat. And so I just admire that and I want to share the story and spread all those words. So a lot more long form video is really what's the future Mm -hmm. to find me. Totally. And I would say, I agree with you. Like anyone who's opening a food business has so much of my respect because it's so hard and I admire people who are following the dream, but it's like somebody just told me recently, like two days ago, like, Oh, my friend just opened this restaurant in Ballard. And I'm like, Oh, great. And I'm like, what does your friend do? And, you know, I mean, just talking about it, like it's so hard for a restaurant to survive in Ballard. And there's a reason why there's always restaurant space in Ballard. It's a really difficult market. And what hurts me, I guess, is knowing that someone had the passion or had the product, but didn't have the other pieces, which are marketing, social media, the business side of it. And I'm not talking about accounting or building a website, because I think a lot of people know that is this a lot of businesses are undervaluing their social imprint. Yes. Totally. I mean, mm-hmm. I think social is how you market mm-hmm. in the modern age, especially if you want millennials. Yeah. Uh, but even still, everyone's on their phone mm-hmm. all the time. And so all those traditional methods are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. you got to keep on it. And mm-hmm. social media, you and I know, is a full-time gig. <laughs> Just constantly communicating with people. But with restaurants, why I think it's so valuable is customer service is the cornerstone of any brick-and-mortar mm-hmm. business. It's being very helpful mm-hmm. right when they walk in tending to their needs, answering questions, saying thank you when mm-hmm. they leave. Now, while you, they're sitting on the couch, you can actually go and talk to them mm-hmm. and continue that conversation. Yeah. So it's a tool, if they know how to utilize it the right way, I think can really grow your business. We see mm-hmm. so many Instagram food businesses mm-hmm. popping up now. And I just think the model shifting because a lot of businesses are also having success with all of the delivery companies. Yeah. There's a couple of restaurateurs here who have satellite restaurants mm-hmm. that all run out of the same kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I know one guy, he has a kitchen, he has two restaurants and a bar, but then he's got five restaurants. He's got a taco business, a mm-hmm. salad business, a barbecue business, mm-hmm. and a few others that are only online. Mm-hmm. And so if you look up, I want tacos to be delivered on Uber Eats, mm-hmm. you see the taco business that shows up and you don't necessarily know where it's coming from, but mm-hmm. if the tacos are good, you might order it again. Totally. Um, And that's an interesting uh, concept for me because most of my focus is on food and visiting, like going in person. And I sort of think about it the same way that I think about pop-ups. You know, it's just a different way of doing business. Like I don't get to see pop-up businesses all the time, but, you know, once a month or every other month I get to see them and interact with them. And so for me, it's shifting a little bit too. Like how do I interact with businesses who just have an online, you know, imprint? Yeah. And I think it's just, we're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. Because they need to market themselves. I think a lot of times they're going to be reaching out to us Mm -hmm. because they've been a little bit more progressive Mm -hmm. in their business model and they understand there's a new way to be found. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, My parents own restaurants. My sister owns restaurants. Mm -hmm. So I have a soft spot in my heart for people who open up brick and mortar. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't know. It might not even exist in 20 years. Mm -hmm. We have no clue. Us as the consumers will dictate that. Mm -hmm. If everyone goes to delivery, 
that's just what the market's going to do. People are still going to continue to cook and create food. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how you're going to deliver it at oh, this point. Oh, for sure. All right. So we do this thing uh, sometimes called rapid fire questions. So I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to say the first thing that pops in your mind. Uh, just so you all know how we do this is we actually do not share these questions ahead of time. They're randomized. And so I don't know what they're going to be till right before I pull them. And Connor definitely does not know what they are. Yep. This is the one part I was nervous about. <laughs> it's the one part that makes a lot of people nervous <laughs> and it's okay. Okay, you ready? Ready. They're easy. They're things that you know. I'll trust you on that. All right. Lunch or brunch? Brunch. Favorite ice cream flavor? Coffee. Coffee. Uh, milk tea or fruit tea? Fruit tea. Oh. Uh, your favorite Avenger? Thor. Thor. Burger or burrito? Burrito. Okay. That's a resounding. I got chills on that one, actually. I know. I, I saw like, it. love I saw burritos. It. I know. I saw that. <laughs> and he, he's not lying, you guys. Okay. Uh, favorite sushi? Sushi spot or thing to eat? Either way, uh, your interpretation. Right now, Sushi Samurai on Queen Anne. Mm -hmm. It's like the most sustainable sushi restaurant in the city. Mm -hmm. Always be closing. Um, okay, best Thai food. Oh, you hit me with that one. I'm going to go with Pop Pop Thai Street okay. Food up on Aurora. Good good choice. Um, you guys, just as a side note, I'm asking Connor this question because I know that he and his fiance Amanda, do go to a lot of Thai restaurants. Yeah, we eat they know a lot. A yeah, they know a lot about what's in the city. And so I wanted to know the answer like legit. <laughs> Um, okay, pepperoni or sausage? Pepperoni. House Stark or House Lannister? Stark. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Um, pho or ramen? Ramen. Okay, cool. Um, see, you did great, and I learned a lot, and so a lot of those questions were self-serving. I love how you did that. Yeah. That, that was great. <laughs> That's like great. The, the, the choices was really nice. <laughs> um, yeah, some of them were custom to you because I really wanted to know the answer. I mean, Pop-Pop is a great choice. It's right in my neighborhood. I get mad when you and Amanda come up and like, I'm just like, dude, I'm right down the street. Like, what? All right, we'll hit like, you up next time we can't, go. Can't give a girl a holla. Okay. <laughs> like, well, literally a block away. <laughs> okay, so another question we like to ask people is what are we eating? And so you eat out a lot, but what are some of your favorite places in Seattle to grab a meal? Uh, always give a shout out to me Kim at Ray's Donuts. Mm -hmm. I just I went to her first pop up, and I just admire what she's created and mm -hmm. how much it's grown and all the coverage she's mm -hmm. gotten. Big fan of that spot. I already mentioned Sushi Samurai. Mm -hmm. I like to mention them because anyone who's focused on sustainability within seafood, I really admire ramen. I love Yoroshiku in Wallingford. I just admire. Kay, the owner, his story. He mm -hmm. went to UW when he was going to school here. I think in the '90s, he didn't have ramen. Mm -hmm. was, it was all teriyaki yeah. at the time, and so he moved back to Japan, like perfected a recipe, and then he moved back and opened ramen. Mm -hmm. And now the ramen craze is insane here. Right. There's a million spots, but there's not a lot in the northern Seattle neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's about to open up, I believe, in Kirkland, Bur Bellevue. First. Bellevue. They just opened a location in Bellevue. Yeah. Um, were you here when it was all teriyaki? No, I wasn't. I moved here in 2011. Okay. So we'll talk on the side about like what that teriyaki phase for Seattle was like. Are you, uh, you don't like it? No. Oh, no. No, I don't like it. <laughs> but we'll talk more about that later. Um, any other places you love to grab a meal? There's so many places. Okay, uh, well, Cask and Trotter for barbecue. Yeah. I really like them. I could, t I could give a name for like every type of food. <laughs> um, I really like what Venison's doing in South Lake Union. Mm -hmm. They have like a buy a meal, donate yeah. a meal concept. And I really admire a business that's doing that. Burgers, Teddy's Bigger Burgers in mm -hmm. Green Lake is so underrated. Everyone talks about uh, Lil Woody's, mm -hmm. Red Mill, Dick's, the normal ones. But I really think Teddy's deserves a little extra mm -hmm. shout out too. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. So where can our listeners find you in social media? Because you're not just on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on, I, I participate on most of the platforms. Mm -hmm. YouTube is really where, if you're going to go anywhere, please go mm -hmm. follow me on YouTube. 
uh, Facebook as well. All of these have different forms of content, so that's mm -hmm. important. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. Anything else that news coming out, I'm definitely going to dabble and try to claim find me in Seattle. Uh, but I'm always trying to experiment with all those mm -hmm. platforms. And wherever you like to be, I am probably there. And I'd love to connect with you. For sure. All right, Connor, thank you so much for joining us today. So appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you for having me. And that is our interview with Connor Kaysen. And honestly, Nelson, I had a great time interviewing Connor and we had lunch that day and spent some time. And, you know, I always forget, like, he's so accessible. I just always assume that he's really busy, but just so appreciate him taking the time, not just for the interview, but to hang out with me because um, it's been a long time since we actually sat down together and like shared a cup of coffee or a meal. So really fun guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad. I didn't get a chance to meet up with you guys, yeah. but Connor is really awesome. And, Guys, just like anybody else, if you you see him a lot on his stories, on his Instagram, so you do know what he looks like, just don't come from afar. If you go up and say hi to him, he will give you a Find Me in Seattle sticker mm -hmm. and you can put on your favorite now jean bottle or your laptop or whatever, you know, your iPad or just anywhere. So go go and say hi and and get a sticker from him. <laughs> Nelson's still trying to get sponsored by Najin. <laughs> 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 what can I say? I don't know any other. I don't know any other equal friendly bottles that <laughs> other than Nalgene. It's Hydroflask, so. man. <laughs> All right, what whatever that is, Hydroflask, hit me up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you a Hydroflask now. I have like twelve of them at my house. <laughs> All right, Monica. Anything else before we end the show? No, um, the weather has been fantastic. And so just all Seattle lights are out there enjoying mm. the weather. Don't forget to support businesses. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. summer's here. I know lots of outdoor eating. I think we're going to be going to a couple events and we're going to probably going to be eating outside. So I'm kind of excited for that. Me too. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening as always. Have a great day. Tag us in all your national donut day pictures and happy eating seattle thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on in the meantime you can find us on instagram and facebook at seattle foodie podcast and on twitter at seattle food pod you can also email us at seattle foodie podcast at gmail.com thanks again and we hope you enjoy the seattle foodie podcast